Hi, it's Jeff, host of the podcast. My latest author interview will be up in just one moment. I'm not going to ask you to buy anything. I'm not going to ask you to go and review the podcast. What I am going to do is take just one brief moment and ask you to recommend the podcast to just one friend. If you're a writer or if you're someone who just loves books and you love this podcast and the interviews that I do, all that I ask is that you recommend the podcast to just one friend. Thanks a lot. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Tyrell Johnson, author of the new novel, The Lost Kings. Tyrell, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, if someone listening hasn't yet heard about your novel, The Lost Kings, how would you describe the novel? Yeah, so it's uh, a fairly character-driven psychological thriller. Um, it's about a young woman whose father appears uh, late one night covered in blood. And the next day, both he and her twin brother have disappeared. Um, it's the story of her life going forward, dealing with that trauma and how she eventually ends up in the UK, um, drinking too much and having unhealthy relationships when uh, sort of her childhood sweetheart shows up and says that he knows the location of her lost father. Um, like I said, it deals with trauma, mental health, kind of the bonds of family. I think that it's, um, it's fans of serious liter literary fiction who like a bit of plot, but also for, uh, you know, the hardcore mystery and thriller readers who, who like depth of character as well. That's great. I'm curious, do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to write The Lost Kings? Yeah, so with with most of my ideas, it's usually kind of a conglomeration of things. Um, this one might have more of a specific impetus. It was um, the sort of the beginning of the pandemic when things were were shutting down and we were all stuck at home and we were kind of go, going crazy with our three kids. My wife came to me and was we were talking about what I was writing next. And I was kind of in between ideas, not really sure what I wanted to write. And she said, uh, I'm going crazy at home. I've got nothing to read. Why don't you just write a book for me? Just write something that I would like. <laughs> and so I, I sort of did. This book has a lot of the things that she likes. You know, it's got a bit of romance, a bit of mystery. Um, there's you know, the UK in it, which she loves. There's the ocean in it, which she loves. Um, so I kind of wrote it for her. There was a lot of other things that went into the writing and the idea as well, but but that was sort of the launching point going forward. And so what was your original writing journey that led you to write and get your get your first novel published? Uh well, I've always I've always liked writing and reading and I wrote little poems when I was a kid and um but it probably wasn't until university when I really decided to take it seriously. I, I took an, a placement test in English and got a good score on it and said, hey, maybe this is something I can actually pursue. And so from there, I got my, uh, my undergrad degree in creative writing and then went on to get my master's of fine arts in creative writing from the University of California, Riverside. Um, and from there, it was just a slog of continuing to write and continuing to submit to agents until I got lucky one day and um, found an agent who found me a publisher. That's great. How was your MFA program? 
You know, I loved it. I, I have I have nothing but good things to say about it. Um, you I, you can't help but get better at writing when you're surrounded by other writers and you're talking about writing and you're constantly writing and reading. And one of the best things that I got out of it that I think anybody can get out of a good MFA program is just an energy and an excitement for, oh, this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I'm excited about doing. And I think that's one of the main things I took away from it. So what was your writing process when you were working on The Lost Kings? Did you outline the book before you started writing or did you just have kind of a, an idea and jump into the narrative? How did that work for you? I kind of am a mix of the two. I, I do have a very vague outline. Usually it's just like a page. Um, and and mostly it's, it's kind of bullet points of what I see happening going forward. And how I get to those bullet points, I kind of have no idea. I do like to work with an ending. I like to have some idea of where the novel is heading. Um, But I'm not married to those bullet points or to the ending. I like having the freedom to sort of see how it plays out on the page and see what the characters do. Um, But yeah, just I I like having a rough idea. I think it helps with with my brain to be able to see something on on the page of like, okay, this is where I'm heading. This is this is what I'm doing. But also to to be loose enough that I can let the creative process just sort of flow. Sure. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And so are you working on another novel now? I am. Yeah, I've got a a very, very rough draft of another (laughs) book that uh, I'm working through the editing process and have talked to my agents a little bit about it. And so, um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, And how does that work for you? I mean, do you do multiple drafts? Yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call them. Yeah, I guess you would call them drafts. I, mm-hmm. I, I get it all out on the page. And usually that process is actually weirdly fairly quick for me. Um, I am sort of a compulsive and obsessive writer. When I've got an idea that I'm like really excited about, um, I can sit down and write it sort of any, any time of day, you know, anywhere I am. And I'm constantly taking notes about it on my phone or, or wherever. Um, but. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 been fun, but uh, it's it's still just sort of this very rough rough idea. And then going forward with the with the editing, I do pretty heavy edits, and then usually goes to my agent, and she's got some edits, and so it goes through multiple versions of of what it starts from, I suppose. Gotcha. So, what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories or novels? <laughs> Oh man. Uh, yeah. Get a, get a pet, get a dog. It helps lower the blood pressure. Um, (laughs) stay hydrated, go outside, go for walks. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I, you know, always seek to get, to get better at your writing, uh, read books on crafts, read intelligently, read like a, like a writer to see why, you know, books that you've enjoyed work. Um, 
I think always be working on your next thing is something that's helped me. Like when I'm submitting a, a previous novel, um, if I'm worried about rejection, I'm, I'm already working on my next thing. So I'm already excited about something else. So I feel like it helps with the rejection. Um, <laughs> and sort of just to be tenacious, I think, with it. I think if you have a sense of I might give up in you, you probably will because there's so much failure and there's so much rejection in the process of, of getting published that it's, it's pretty easy to take the way out. But if you're passionate enough about it and you're, you're not willing to give up, then, then I think you can find a home for your writing. That's great. Well, what novels or nonfiction books have you read recently that you enjoyed? Oh man, this is always one of those questions where as soon as I get asked it, like all the novels I've ever read just like flee my brain and I, and I can't <laughs> think of anything. Um, while I'm reading The Candy House right now by Jennifer Egan, which I find is really fascinating. Um, and oh, Notes on an Execution by Dania Kakafka was a really good novel. It's it's sort of a thriller, but it's also just, it's very character-based and very heavy and emotional, but like she does it so well and so beautifully written. Um, yeah, and I read a while ago a book called Disappearing Earth by, I think it's Julia Phillips. Um, that's another book that it's, it's fairly heavy, but it's, it's really well done. Um, it's one of those books that has sort of like the idea sounds very thriller-ish. It's about these two girls who go missing in a small town in Russia. And, but the way it's done, it's more about like the women surrounding this town and, and sort of the disappearance ties all of these stories together. And by the end, it, it comes together in a really compelling way. That's great. Well, where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your novels and your latest novel, The Lost Kings? Yeah, I don't have like the best online presence. Um, <laughs> I'm on I'm on Twitter, so I tweet occasionally. Uh, Ty writes books. I'm pretty sure is what my handle is. Um, but you can just find me on like Penguin Random's house, Penguin Random House's uh, web page. Um, I think they've got a web website link um, for me there. Uh, you can also pre-order my book there. Just search The Lost Kings, and they've got all kinds of links and stuff there if you you know, for Amazon, Barnes Nobles, or, you know, go to your local bookstores, websites, and you can search it and find it there as well. That's great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Tyrell Johnson, author of the new novel, The Lost Kings. The novel is available now. So go buy a copy. And Tyrell, thanks for doing this interview. Thanks so much. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.